0: hello greyhounds welcome to another episode of ted lasso is life the podcast i'm your host kevin duong today we're talking all things season three trailer teaser even promotion videos i'm joined today by my co-host chrisanne how are you chrisanne
1: i'm doing great kevin nice to be here
0: and it's nice to have so much ted lasso content to dissect
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to digging in.
0: It's interesting, like, the trailer, it got me excited, even though it didn't really say too much, which I guess is a good job done by Apple, but, yeah, it's, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, the trailer said a whole lot of nothing and left a lot to the imagination, but also told, it did still tell a story, and I know that this has been on your mind, too, but I think part of the story is that the boys are wearing a lot of pink this season. Somebody texted me and asked me if I thought it meant that they were saluting breast cancer awareness. And I was like, maybe. I just, I love Zero's bubblegum pink catsuit. That's amazing. And Isaac's fluffy pink sweatsuit. And I know that he um, he actually had someone very dear to him have cancer. So what did you think about the new kits, the brand new kits? I thought they look amazing in the locker room and they're all hanging up
0: weird enough my biggest reaction to the kit was not actually the home kit but the orange kit because there's one shot of jamie in the full orange and my first thought was is he playing for the dutch national team because that's like exactly how their their kits look like
1: that's their kit wow and that's that that would be richmond's away kit that's fascinating to think about. Now, do, does Zero's kit change when he is away versus at home or does his stay the same?
0: Yeah, I'm sure for home, away, and third, it's completely different for players and goalies alike. So the first shot we see is of Ted entering the locker room. The first thing that hit me was he's wearing a light blue sweater instead of navy. I'm sure that is definitely also a choice.
1: I think that all of the wardrobe choices definitely mean something because I was noticing everybody's clothing. Everybody. Rebecca, Ted, Nate, everybody. And they're all different. It's interesting. We're seeing them go into different directions with the new costuming as well, I think. Keely's is definitely a boss-ass bitch.
0: So my interpretation of Ted's lighter sweater is that obviously he had a lot of things buried inside and now that he's doing the work as they say on shrinking in terms of mental health maybe he's able to clear his mind more and be lighter hence the lighter blue
1: yeah i agree with that 100 percent
0: one thing in terms of ted i didn't really seeing was the return of the shaky hands in terms of the rule of three we've had two on screen at least implied panic attacks at least the first of course in make rebecca great again and then the second in the signal where we don't see the actual attack but he runs off because of it so this show loves the rule of threes i hope that they don't need to complete a third ted panic attack
1: well this is how i think it plays out i think the first one that we saw ted gets completely uh blindsided by having a panic attack because he's not expecting it. And then we see Ted be laid out and have to leave. And I think the third one will be Ted feeling the panic attack coming on and then being able to completely roll with it and use all of the tools that he has learned from Dr. Sharon and get through the panic attack. And I think we're going to see that.
0: That's a prediction I can get behind.
1: Always rooting for him, killing him with kindness, old Ted
0: are you ready for some knowledge bombs
1: I'm ready bring them on educate me Kevin
0: so as for another character that was of course very prominent in the trailer one Nathan Shelley and I'm going to give you three reasons why the show will give him redemption the first being the show the second reason being the song the third one being the shot case you couldn't tell another rule of three i was inspired by the show what can i say
1: (laughs) i like it three's a magic number
0: so for the show ted lasso both the character and the show are about forgiveness i mean there's literally an episode called all apologies and as mentioned the show absolutely adores the rule of threes so in case people don't know what we're talking about exactly so in the second last episode of both seasons there's a truth bomb And then to the start and end of the season for both season one and two, it's showing the same character. So a lot of people are betting that both of these things will happen again in season three to complete a third instance, hence a rule of three. So to tie these two things together, in season one, Rebecca Welton did some shitty things to Richmond, but she was ultimately forgiven and accepted back into the team. Season two, Jamie Tart also who had did some shitty things to Richmond, is forgiven, and is accepted back into the team. What do you know? There's another person that did some shitty things to Richmond, and now there's an opportunity for him to be forgiven and accepted back into the team. And who might that be? Nathan Shelley. Fucking night. During season 3 filming, there were pictures of Henry wearing the West Ham kit that leaked online, which I thought was super spoilery. So I was initially surprised that they showed him in the West Ham kit in the trailer, but then I realize that they're trying to establish early on that there is a path for redemption for Nate. And of course, Ted is right there cheering Nate on with his full typical Ted enthusiasm. So either he's already forgiven him or he's probably open to it. The second point, the song. So the trailer used the Rolling Stones song and the exact moment where we see Nate in his beloved seat by the window The lyrics say you can't always get what you want, and I think it's clear that one thing he's really wanting but hasn't been getting is approval from his father so in 207 headspace at the beginning, where Nate goes back to his parents house. And he notices that there's a story of him in the paper, I would say that that's probably the most humble way he could have brought that up he's like oh they'll put anyone in the paper nowadays like very self-deprecating and funny. But of course, his father hits him with that line, he's like, oh, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So if that's how he responded to probably Nate's biggest achievement so far in the most humble way Nate could say it, and then based on the trajectory of season two, he obviously became much more of a wanker. He's probably gonna be even more insufferable and less humble. So the next line in the song is, you might find what you get, what you need, which for him could be a return to Richmond. And of course, Ted, in the first season, at least, served almost as a surrogate father to him, helping motivate him and find the potential that he probably didn't know he had inside him.
1: Can I expand on that a little, Kevin?
0: Do tell, Ricky Bell.
1: Guy, <laughs> small fry. So I was thinking about that, too, and about how the song plays in. And... I also think that maybe we'll see Nate really wanting to run his own show because, you know, he always said in season two, do you ever just want to be the boss? So he really wants to be the boss. And I feel like what he's not getting is that the feeling of being the boss, probably Rupert is, you know, I'm sensing Rupert might be controlling or I predict that Ripper might be really controlling and there's not that sense of camaraderie that Nate had. You can tell, it looks like he's just an Island on his own in the trailer. Like he doesn't have the other coaches around, you know, there's no diamond dogs and we know how much Nate originally loved getting together and talking about things with a group of peers. So I feel like there's not that camaraderie. Um, And so I wonder if yes, Uh, I, you know, I agree with you that maybe he'll come back in and instead of running the show, he'll be a part of the coaching staff, but not the boss of Richmond.
0: Well, we didn't get to our Ted predictions, but some people think he's going back to Kansas. So if he goes back, Nate could be a logical successor to him as the manager of AFC Richmond.
1: (laughs) Yes. So Nate becomes the gaffer in Ted's place. That could totally happen, too.
0: And then the third part, the shot. So at the end of Beard After Hours, where they're all rewatching the massacre from Man City on the the Benny Hill song, it slowly zooms out of the coach's room, and you can see Roy and Nate in the doorframe. And of course, above the doorframe is the belief sign. So to bring this back to my first point about the show being about forgiveness, Ted said that if you care about someone and you got a little love in your heart, there ain't nothing you can't get through together. And of course, saying before how Ted was at the West Ham match cheering Nate on, I could totally be overanalyzing this one shot, but like when I interviewed editor AJ Cataline from the show, one thing he said that the writing has so much intention, and I just think that they probably shot that for a reason. So the shot is the third and final point of my Nate will be redeemed hypothesis.
1: I think, I, I mean, Nate looks lonely to me in the trailer. Like, he's got zero smiles, he's got his fancy suit, he's got his window table at A Taste of Athens, and he's drinking a glass of wine, and he's running the show at West Ham, but he never looks happy. There's no joy for Nate. And so I wonder if the can't always get what you want is that joy, that feeling of home and you know the camaraderie and the togetherness that he so desperately wants and connection. And then when you, you, know, you get what you need with that open door back at Richmond, he can come home and maybe eat a little humble pie and become a part of the pack again.
0: So we mentioned the song and the lyrics. Is there any chance that the lyrics could also apply to Richmond?
1: yes i was thinking about that and i have thoughts
0: like obviously it tests at the end of the season one finale that they come back and win the whole fucking thing but like i said before pretty sure no one thought they would have got it relegated and they did so maybe his prediction of winning all actually does not come true and that's the song coming through again in the trailer so what do you think about that
1: i agree i don't think they're gonna win the whole fucking thing um I think that they're gonna come together and be more solid as a team, especially because I saw when Sam says, I love you guys so much. I think I have a prediction about Sam based on that, but.
0: Well, we're gonna talk about Sam later, but you brought him up. So might, might as well hear it now.
1: Oh, I think he might be going back to Nigeria. I wonder if that's like a, a little farewell. But I, I, going back to your previous point, just to wrap that up, I think they're going to become much more solid as a team, but Ted will leave them and they'll get what they need, meaning they'll be firmly back in the Premier League and working towards taking it all, but they won't in season three.
0: I think I heard you say Ted will leave them. So you think he's going back to Kansas then?
1: I do. I think Ted's going back to Kansas, but he's going to leave them better than he found them.
0: This is where I'm torn as a ted Becker shipper, because in a vacuum, I would say that it makes sense to, for Ted to go back to Kansas, especially since one of the big themes about the show is fathers and sons, and especially shitty fathers. And the last thing Ted wants to be is a shitty father. And I would say it's probably hard to be a good father if you're half the world away most of the time. So he probably needs to be closer to Henry at some point physically. But the Ted-Becca part, I don't know if I could see Rebecca Walton moving to middle America. No offense, people in middle America.
1: (laughs) No, you're right about that. I doubt very much that Rebecca would move to middle America, but I mean, she has a private jet. She has a lot of money. Travel is so easy. Long distance is definitely doable for people with money. so.
0: So there's a new character called Jack and her... Official description is charming venture capitalist. So given that Keeley's new PR firm slash gig was backed by the people at Banter, I think there's probably some connection there. And it'll be interesting to see what their intentions are.
1: That'll be really, really interesting to see. And it looks like Banter has become the main sponsor as well. And so I would wonder if Jack then is the source of the money that sponsors Richmond. Keely's outfit her whole demeanor seems to have changed in the trailer. She's less I mean, she looks so chic and put together. And she was always chic and put together before, but it was in more of a um influencer, very bohemian or you know, alternate style. And now she seems much more um, elevated and elegant and chic in the outfit that they showed her in in the trailer. Um, which I think is amazing. And her office looks really elegant. And I think that she's taking a step up and becoming more mature, rather. As we saw her in season one and two, you know, settling more into herself, she's definitely making that ascent to boss cesspitch and being the boss, which is fun to see.
0: So from Keely to Keely and Roy, one scene that definitely stood out in the trailer was when they seem to be sitting on a bed together and looking kind of nervous. And then Jamie walks through the door and on the wall, there's what seems to be like diplomas and certificates. So people are thinking that maybe it's his child at home. So what is going on in that scene?
1: It's very interesting to think about that. But the first thing that I wanna say about that is, no, Roy and Kaylee did not break up. Because so many people are like, they're breaking up.
0: I never for a second thought that, and it really blew my mind how many people did. So I'm glad that those people that were worried have no reason to be worried anymore.
1: I think that on one of the away games, because there seems to be a lot of away games in the trailer. Do you agree?
0: Yes, because there's Chelsea I saw, and the shot with Jamie in the quote-unquote Dutch national team orange kit. Definitely seems like he's getting a lot of flack from the Man City fans, so that one's probably in Manchester. And of course, he is proud that he made it from a Manchester estate council state.
1: Yeah, I think they go back home and I, I hope to gosh we get to meet Jamie's mom. That would be so wonderful.
0: Yeah, especially since she inspired him to give such a moving speech at the curse fire.
1: So I think they're sitting in his, Jamie's childhood bed talking and then he walks in. But I wonder what he seems so upset about because the look on his face is very like, what? You know, He he looks kind of.
0: Well, he looks confused, just like us watching the trailer. <laughs> like,
1: what the hell are you two doing here?
0: So what do you think about Rebecca Welton in the trailer?
1: She looked like she had purpose and confidence, and I do hope that there was some sort of delicious telling Rupert off in the offices of West Ham and making a sneak attack. (laughs) Just showing up to his office. I think that would be chef's kiss. So good.
0: Well, as the Twitter detectives pointed out, when she's wearing the fedora, she's leaving what appears to be the West Ham Stadium, so... Very possible that that could come true.
1: Yeah, it's time to turn the tables a little bit on all roopa Doop.
0: Kind of random, but I wonder if sometimes they name the characters just for the stupid jokes that Ted can make, like Ruper Rupert Doops, and then with Sam being from Ni- Nigeria with the Nigeria. I don't know. So there's also a shot of what appears to be Rebecca, Ted, and as others have pointed out, Beard in the back of a bus. And some of them said oh my god rebecca's singing again i'm like how can you even tell from like a one second clip just because she has her mouth open but i think it was um the twitter account rebecca caps slowed it down and the next frame you can't actually see rebecca's face but you can see her hand and it looks like the fingers are in a snapping motion so that's how they figured out that she's probably singing it's fucking wild
1: That is wild. I am so happy that there are people out there that drill so deep down into everything and analyze it to try and figure out. But this is also what happens when you have to wait how many months for the next season to drop. We're all just so hungry for all of the stuff that we're going to grab onto any morsel that they throw us and just rip it apart.
0: By the time season three airs, it'll have been over 17 months, so
1: wow we all deserve some sort of like accolade for sticking with it don't we
0: well jason's mom kathy she did um an interview with the local news station and mentioned that one of her daughters aka jason's sister watched the episodes with them over christmas time and said that at the 19 minute mark all will be forgiven so we'll see what that means
1: come on 19 minute mark hey 19 that's a song that you're far too old that was a reference for people born as ted says in the late to mid 70s
0: another interesting thing about rebecca being on the bus is that when they left for liverpool she very specifically made sure to take her jet now she loves the team so much she's with them on the bus we love a glow up
1: We love a glow of, yeah. And how much fun is that? You know, just the camaraderie and the closeness now that she's not trying to sabotage the team anymore. She's actually a part of it. It's great.
0: Well, as Higgin said, he always loves the antics on Team Boss, so.
1: I can't wait to see that. Oh, so excited. I don't know if you noticed this, Kevin, but at the beginning of the trailer, everybody looks like they are being challenged like they're not happy like they're kind of down and like they're overcoming a lot of difficulty at the beginning of the trailer and the beginning of the season maybe and then it seems like later in the season after they've kind of gone through their dark forest um, that they get a lot happier and they seem to be much more cheerful and not quite struggling so much I don't know if you noticed that but everybody in the beginning of the trailer seems completely challenged, except for Ted walking into the locker room in the first shot. I was like, wow, everybody's having a real tough go this season. I wonder what's going on.
0: I kind of see what you're saying, but I guess I'd maybe use a different tone. I would say that they all seem like they have purpose. Like Keely, we talked about, obviously she's our own boss now, so you can see that drive. And then with Roy walking into the Richmond facility, Nate's gone now so he probably has to pick up more slack and then Rebecca of course with her whole journey season two probably hopefully has a better idea of what she wants so that's kind of how I interpreted it
1: yeah no I agree with that completely I was just noticing Jamie having a rough go it just looked like there were certain characters that were very much like oh man you know I'm going through it but I love a good underdog story I love a good struggle and triumph story. So bring it on.
0: I mentioned that Roy has to pick up more slack from Nate because based on the shots we've seen of all the coaches, they didn't hire anyone to replace them.
1: That's true. Yeah, he's probably picking up slack and he doesn't have Keeley to be in the same building at work anymore. But I think the triad of Ted, Beard, and Roy works really well together. And I feel like With the exception of Nate parking the bus in season two, I feel like they've got it covered. I don't feel like Roy will be overwhelmed. I'm actually excited to see how Roy steps into coaching everybody and see more of the Roy Kent effect. Did you notice in the trailer the scene where they're playing Manchester City? And Jamie completely steals the ball from a Man City player. I loved watching that. And then they're all cheering. They, the, they show the bar cheering. So I'm hoping that Richmond gets out there and beats Manchester City. That would be so good. So satisfying.
0: Yeah, so we mentioned rule of threes. I think this is one that will come to fruition as well. Of course, they lost in the season one finale to City. And then they got absolutely destroyed in season two in the FA Cup. So hopefully third time's a charm when Richmond faces City. One thing that confused me quite a bit is at the very end where they show the the three coaches and when Roy says, good job, and Beer faints, there are people in the stands, but it's not full enough where it would be like it's a game. But if it's training, there shouldn't really be people either. So I'm kind of confused what's going on there.
1: Yes. I think that would be really great because we've got our two aces and a smaller field that's not Wembley.
0: So one thing I'd want to really shout out is the trailer is excellent all around, but especially the editing. We know that AJ and Melissa are, of course, top notch, both Emmy nominated and of course, AJ won one as well. So some things I noticed, there's like one part where it says like Ted Lasso returns or something. I think it says returns March 15th. And that's exactly when they have a shot of the belief sign. So it's like, believe returns.
1: Yeah, I noticed that too. I thought that was brilliant. And it just gives you that warm feel. You know, it just, oh, it put me right in my feels.
0: And then what you're mentioning before about how the beginning looked like people were like struggling or being challenged or whatever. That was really well edited as well. Because you see like each of the four people and then it shows their different surroundings and it's cut really sharply then as nicely done as well
1: yeah they took an entire season and cut out bits to tell us a story but not tell us a story (laughs) without spoilers it was it's really brilliant it's really well cut agreed and the way they cut the music as well i thought that was so beautiful
0: there's a really good tweet I saw I wanted to shout out. So on Twitter, Alyssa said that if there's one thing Ted Lasso is going to do is destroy my life with a song by the Rolling Stones. Because, of course, we had Rainbow. She's a rainbow in Rainbow. And, of course, now here in the trailer with this song.
1: Agreed. Also, I do think that in um, in Man City, using Blue Moon, the way that they used the song Blue Moon was unbelievable the way that they edited it with the shots of the full moon the way that they used it was so truly emotion like evocative of of all of the feeling that people were feeling in it that really blew me away too they never fail i mean all the intention and all of the gifts that they put into a single episode to create the feeling of ted lasso is Like no other television show I've ever experienced. I don't know that I've ever paid attention to other shows with this degree of um, analysis before.
0: Well, because the other shows, they don't have that much to pay attention to. No offense.
1: No, you're right. And there's so much. The music, the timing, the editing is so unbelievable since we're talking about it. And I feel like all of these things come together to make this just so special and so filled with Easter eggs and you know hidden gifts that I can't wait to see what season three because now they're in like the flow right they they did season one they realized what they had and then they expanded on that in season two and because we know how special season three is and how much Jason painstakingly wanted it to be so good. I'm ready to be blown away and I'm not trying to oversell that. And I'm not trying to set myself up for disappointment, but I have a feeling that we're in for something really amazing.
0: Well, like uh, Chip told me when I spoke to him on my podcast, for those who don't know, he's the show's courting producer and Jason Sudeikis assistant. He said that it will be worth the wait
1: I am so excited about that. Yeah, I, I agree. I just want to write them all letters and say thank you so much in advance.
0: <laughs> so since you talked about the music on Man City, I guess I'll point a quick one out too. They used uh, the song by Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. So a couple things about that. Oasis, they're from Manchester and the Gallagher brothers who were famously made fun of in the pilot are both huge Man City fans. So that's Even things like that.
1: Yeah, the layering is so epic. And Liam and Noel (laughs) from the pilot. If you know, you know.
0: Oh, one character we didn't get to. Trent Krim, now independent.
1: Trent Krim, independent.
0: So Apple TV released um, a little promo video on their streaming service. And it's essentially Trent kind of giving an overview of the characters in the show. Seems like it kind of be geared towards people maybe watching it for the first time. However, ever since he decided to go independent, there's been a lot of speculation that for season three, he's going to be following the team around, writing a book, probably called The Lasso Way. What do you think about that and the video?
1: I agree. When I watched it, it definitely looked, you know, seemed as though he was writing some sort of a story about it. And I love that, you know, he told us In the last episode, that he was looking for something deeper. Um, And so I think writing a book would definitely be something that would be deeper and take his investigative journalism to that next level and help him tell the story of Ted Lasso because it's such a great, it would be such a great book. I would read that. The character of Trent Krim is so wonderful that I'm uh, I'm excited to see more of him in season three.
0: If the word vibes was a character, it'd be Trent (laughs) Krim.
1: Yes. He is so vibes.
0: So some other random notes I noted in the trailer. Possibly the biggest being that there was zero mention of whether it is the final season or not. Of course, this has been long planned as a three season story. So obviously they could still start a new story after the season, but obviously they could also just ended here for those of you who watched succession their official trailer made it very quite clear that it's the final season so i would say that it is quite a decision to not say whether it's the final season or not especially if it ends up being the final season
1: everything that i've read seems to say that it's the final season but you never know they're they're crafty human beings over there at the ted lasso so they could surprise us
0: one of the biggest things that motivates people is urgency. If you tell people it's going to be the last season, people are going to jump on it because they don't want to miss out. So that would be a lost opportunity if it is the final season.
1: Yeah, that would be a lost opportunity. I wonder if they're giving us more. That would be exciting.
0: And then just go back to Sam quickly, a couple things on him. It looks like there's a scene where they have a big team meal at his new restaurant, which is, I'm already just tearing up at how heartwarming that's going to be.
1: I'm excited to see Sam's restaurant. I think that's wonderful.
0: And then another thing about Sam, when he's starting the huddle at the end, he's wearing the captain's armband, not Isaac. So I'm just worried if Isaac gets injured somehow because obviously with O'Brien, he tore his butt and he never came back onto the field, you know, so.
1: (laughs) He is wearing that pink sweatsuit. So I wonder if he's taking some time out to recover from an injury.
0: Hopefully, if it is an injury, that it's not too serious.
1: Yeah. Fingers crossed for Isaac's well-being.
0: Speaking of well-being, we said we're going to give it a word for he or she is fucking fit. But in the more North American sense, god damn, Kristoff got jacked.
1: Kristoff did get jacked. I noticed that when he flexed his bicep when he was saying, yeah. I was like, whoa. You know what I noticed? We didn't see Sassy in the trailer.
0: So would um, the Ted Becca aunties like to uh, respond to that?
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, maybe we're not seeing Sassy because Ted Becca is a thing.
0: And Ted and Sassy can't really be a thing if she's not even important enough to make the fucking trailer.
1: (laughs) Right? I'm sorry, Kevin. I know you love Ellie, Ellie Jane Taylor.
0: I love Ellie Sassy not so much.
1: You don't love sassy. I mean, I admire her just based on how she eviscerated Rupert at the funeral. I will always respect her. I will always have a ton of admiration for the way that she took him down. I hope we get to see more of those in the next season. Just the perfect roast. They do do roasts very well.
0: Well on that note, in the last episode of season one, Nate famously calls Rebecca a shrew because he mistakenly thought that she fired him when he actually got promoted. So one can only imagine what her reaction is when she finds out, if she finds out, that Nate snitched to Trent about Ted's panic attack.
1: Ooh. I mean if you saw her light into was it was it Baz that she lit into during uh
0: Shut your twat mouth
1: yeah, or I will shut it for you. That could be some classic Rebecca Wilton um, putting them in their place. And if it's anything like George, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. The roasting on the show just is my one of my favorite things. It's so good. So satisfying.
0: Speaking of which, honestly, one of the reasons I want to see Nate redeemed, I could then enjoy his Liverpool roast with a clear conscience because I know that he's a good guy after all. But after season two, it's kind of hard to watch that.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit hard to watch then. All of Nate's moments where he gets edgy and mean uh, are a little rough. It's a little rough to watch right now, but hopefully he'll come back into the fold. And to speak to your previous point, I don't think that Ted will ever let on that he knows who leaked his panic attack to the press. I think he'll protect Nate till the end. I really do, because I think that's the kind of person Ted is.
0: I get that but like beer's vibe towards nate in the season finale like there are only five fucking people in that room we know who wouldn't do it and we know by process of elimination who that would be that leaked it so ted doesn't have to say for them to know who did it is what i'm saying
1: yeah that's true very true
0: so to back up a bit on valentine's day the perfect love letter from the show to the fans they gave us the perfect teaser with everyone creating their own character-inspired belief signs to replace the one that, of course, Nate tore up. What'd you think of that?
1: It put me, again, right in my feels because we had been so devastated to see the belief sign destroyed and then to see that the team came together to show Ted that they all believe and they all made their own signs just, oh, it was such a Ted Lasso moment. It was the most Ted Lasso moment to ever exist, I think. If you could distill the spirit of Ted Lasso, it's that trailer, I think, you know, it's that's the whole spirit of Ted Lasso right there. And he even came in with a brilliant Tedism, you know, if seeing is believing, I believe we have been seen. Most Ted Lasso line ever,
0: right? Yeah, like I said, the whole thing's perfect right down to that line as well.
1: So good. So, so good.
0: Were there any belief signs that stood out to you either in a good or not so great way?
1: Roy's made me giggle. <laughs> Rebecca's was covered with biscuit crumbs, which I thought was hilarious and that she printed it out. And I love that they um, they had Danny create one in Spanish. I loved them all. I thought it was great. And of course, Keeley's with all of the glitter. So good. So, so, so good.
0: As someone who has some pretty poor penmanship, big ups to Higgins with his calligraphy sign.
1: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It just makes me laugh.
0: So if you were tasked with creating new belief sign, what would yours look like?
1: What would mine look like? Ooh. Uh, I would probably, okay, I'm a big fan of glitter, fucking glitter. <laughs> and so I would make mine by having my yellow sign. I would write believe and then I would take some glue and I would put it over the believe and I would sprinkle glitter over that and then you shake off the glitter. And so then you just have your believe in glitter. That's how I would make my believe sign. How about you?
0: Well, again, back to my poor penmanship, I'm sure that people might have a hard time reading mine. So I'd do the Rebecca Welton way and just print that shit out, you know?
1: <laughs> Brilliant. You gotta do what you gotta do. I like it. I think we should make them.
0: All right, here's a fan question for you. How many believe signs do you own?
1: How many believe signs do I own? Okay, I have one actually behind me. I've one on a blanket. I have one that's hanging that's like an official from the WB store. I have two believe rocks uh, that were made by our friend Alice who runs the Ted Lasso Rocks Instagram page. And then I have one that I picked up at that uh, Ted Lasso promotional event last summer. So I have one, two, three, four, five. I have five belief signs in my house. How about you? Do you have multiple belief signs in your house, sir?
0: I have at least two paper ones, and I got, like, a shitload of stickers. And then our friend Curran gave me a, a Christmas ornament one, so a few as well.
1: Nice, nice, nice.
0: So just for a quick preview of what you'll expect from our weekly recaps, we're going to have some fun segments that we think you'll all enjoy. We're going to have the week's MVP, The Wanker, and maybe my favorite, that's f- fun in it, the best use of swearing, fashion award for she or he's fucking fit, as well as Kevin's kick ass line of the week. And that concludes our episode for today. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we greatly appreciate it if you could follow, rate, and review. It's the easiest and free way to support us. Be like Ted and give us a five-star certified fresh review. And for more of my content, follow me on Instagram at Ted Lasso is life. I'm the most comprehensive Ted Lasso page out there, with videos, news, fun facts, analysis, and of course, memes. Until next time, Greyhounds, onward, forward.